Well, many of you here, I see so many familiar faces, already know the story of how Alberto and I met during our, uh, our pilgrimage from Rome to Jerusalem. And what we would like to do today is share with you the story of that journey. What we've learned together in walking 17 years um, as a couple in relationship and what it means for us to be in conscious relationship, tying in the theme today of love and unity and consciousness. So I'll let Alberto start with his story and his version of how we came into this place of where we are today. Well, um, when I passed for my spiritual awakening or transformation uh, 20 years ago, I was in a long-term relationship already uh, with a girlfriend of many, many years. We were thinking into married very soon. And even when I was much happier, when I was passing for that, um, and she could feel it, uh, because, you know, I discovered love. I discovered the consciousness of love, then I was much more happy. And I loved her like never before, because I loved myself like never before. Then that is the consequence. When you find love in yourself, you love everything and you appreciate everything in life much more. But for her and for many of my friends and my family, even when they were happier for me, because I was not complaining, I was not sad anymore, they were too a little afraid because I was doing things that were not uh, common or were not normal. I was starting to meditate. That for that time, in Spain especially, you know, that is a very Catholic uh, country, uh, that was like the, uh, you know, things of cult. You know? That was weird things. I was, uh, I made myself vegetarian, and nobody was vegetarian there, nobody that we knew. <laughs> I was uh, fasting every week, almost. Uh, <laughs> And, um, you know, I start, was talking because w what made me happy, I wanted to share with everybody. And I share the happiness, I share positiveness, no? But uh, for many people, that was a little, you know, they have here a lot of stories about people that become weird and after they kill themselves, or I don't know what, many. And then they, they were worried a little, no? Happy, but worried. And that is what happened with my, with my girlfriend. We love each other so much. It was not a lack of love. Uh, and even when we love each other, and even I, when I felt that we were separating ourselves a little because she was constantly commenting and making jokes and, you know, and putting down a little all that, that that I love that was so important for me, I thought, you know, is love is everything, the conscience of love is everything. We have love, then we can overcome that, you know. But it was not that way because I was not more the man that she needed in that moment of her life. And she was no more the woman that I needed in that moment of my life. My old journeys or consciousness or, or way to see things had changed so much that she was not ready for that big change that I was pulling her. I was pulling her to, with me. Then even, uh, even when we were walking down the aisle, the aisle, still I thought that love could conquer everything. But after, a little after, I understood that love is much more than to stay with somebody, you know? For my own self, for the love for my own self, and the love of another. Sometimes 
we need to separate our ways, you know, and that is the, the happen. Then I, I quit my relationship. That was one of the more difficult things that I did in my life was to let her go because it was not easy. Uh, there was a lot of sadness. There was a lot of guilt, too. And I continued my path. In continuing my path, uh, finally I went to the Camino and uh, I put myself deeply in the spiritual journey. And finally I met Moni in, in El Camino. And you can continue. Yeah, and for me, the, the spiritual quest for me began Sorry. After, um, after my divorce. It wasn't my divorce that, precip- that uh, precipitated it. It, that it wasn't the relationship itself. It was the divorce that kind of was the hit on the head for me to actually examine my own life and my own journey and what I had been doing with my life up until that point. And to ask the difficult questions about, you know, my role in bringing this relationship to where it had become and what I had done to actually um, be in the situation that I was in emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And so my spiritual quest began in earnest, I would say, after my divorce. And I began to read all the books of the time, and I was actually practicing. I was putting into practice everything that I was reading, and I was committed to that inner personal journey until I met a guy. Of course, you know, you... It wasn't me. It was no, it wasn't Alberto. him. <laughs> it was before Alberto. You meet the guy, and everything looks great on the surface, and you think, yes, I've learned the lessons from my first relationship, and yes, I'm going to be able to continue my spiritual journey and be more of who I want to be in this new relationship. And very quickly, I saw that, no, I was just falling back into the patterns that I had in my first relationship, the one where I needed to keep the peace at all costs, you know, swallowing who I was, swallowing what I believe, swallowing who I am to keep the illusion of peace, to keep the appearance that everything is going well. I was once again losing my voice inside of a relationship and once again allowing myself to be led, even though I thought I I had done the work, but I hadn't done enough. And so on the one hand, there was a part of me that was happy because I I had security, right? You have security, you're in a relationship, you have somebody who cares for you, you have somebody that you care for. But there's a part of me that I'm kicking myself, and I'm going, what the heck have you done getting yourself back into a relationship when you haven't finished doing the work? How can you imprison yourself once again when you were free to do what you really wanted to do, which is to go on that inner journey? And as much as there was care between and a certain amount of love with this person that I was with, I knew that we were just not going in the same direction. And so as difficult as it was, the relationship, well, I actually put about 5,000 kilometers between us and three time zones <laughs> with a different job. <laughs> and that was the beginning of the, the separation, which eventually the relationship just died. But I took that as a great gift. And even though I, I was hurting from it, obviously, you know, when you're in a relationship and you care for someone, it's difficult to separate. But my heart knew this was the right decision. My heart knew that this was the way to go. And so I committed myself from that moment on to the spiritual journey. That was when I actually quit my job. That was when I quit my job. That's when I said, I'm going to travel. I'm going to go on that journey of figuring out my own life and how to give it meaning and figure out who I am outside of relationship. Who is this person here named Moni outside of a relationship, not being the daughter of so-and-so, not being you know, the, the perfect employee, not being the career? Who is she? 
on her own. That was really the quest I was on. That quest obviously led me to, to walk the Camino where I met Alberto at the end, and then together we started that walk from Rome to Jerusalem. But really, Alberto was a stranger to me. He was just another pilgrim that I had met. And one thing was absolutely clear in my mind, as was in his, is that I'm not looking for a relationship. There is nothing romantic going on between us. And really, in the beginning, there was no physical attraction. He was really just another pilgrim and a friend, a person I was getting to know. And we both understood how, and we knew, how distracting relationships can be. They take you, whoop, entanglements just take you completely off of the path that you really want to be on. And they so, make you crazy. And they make you crazy. <laughs> As we would later discover <laughs> in our relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we committed to staying on that journey of personal discovery and personal exploration, even while we were walking together. And nobody believed, of course, that we were not in a relationship. Because everybody that when we were walking would say, of course you're in a relationship. Like, and of course you're going to end up in one, even when, even when you say you're not. You're a man, you're a woman, you have to be in relationship. And you're like, no, truly, this is just simply uh, two pilgrims walking together, sharing, sharing the path. And it was. That's exactly what it was for many months of walking until about five and a half, six months in of walking together and going through very intense experiences. I mean, we were 24-7 together for six months, and we were living very, very powerful experiences. And he was the only person that I could talk to about all that was happening, and same, same for him. And then in Greece, in springtime, is when the relationship started to shift. And I'll let Alberto tell the story of how it shifted. Yeah, how, how we fall in love, uh, we could say. You know, it's, um, there is something I, I really love that before uh, you had put uh, compassion, the word compassion. We are in, in, in the love, uh, you know, the, the months of love. Uh, because for me, uh, I understand compassion from the point uh, that surprised me the first time that I hear or the Buddhist point that is like empathy, to put in the shoes of another, to understand another. I think it's really we will understand each other. We will love each other without. So it will be impossible not to love each other. And if we will understand ourselves, we will love ourselves without any question. Because for me, I think love is understanding. Because it's understand that we are love. We will see ourselves in our real life. And then we will fall in love immediately with ourselves and with the world and with anything. And I think that that is what happened uh, to us. We had passed for so many difficult situations in these uh, five years uh, month, but with the companionship, and even when I saw that she was a good person and she was trying, she was following my own path and she was trying to do her best, there were some differences between us that had grown the more that we walked, the more that grow. And especially was because she didn't want to talk about her spiritual belief with anybody. She talked with me. We talk all the time about the spirituality, about the consciousness, about science, about uh, God is with us, so call it you, whatever you want, is with us, and, and angels are with us, are open the way. But after, when we find people, uh, only when there was a small groups, she talked about that. And when the media or the newspapers started to, to stop uh, to us, she didn't want to talk about that. And the problem increased when not only she didn't want to talk about that, she wanted that I talk to uh, about that. She didn't want that I talk about that. <laughs> then 
in some moment, I, I felt you, you, I cannot walk in that way because I am here for a reason. I am here for following the spiritual path. And, and, and then I started to think bad about her. Because she's fake. She's lying to everybody. She's, this is a mask. She's superficial. She's a whatever. And after we meet, but after with the people, she's another person. Then I, I started to grow this, um, this mask of her that make us even block even more. And, and there was tension with us. More than the one occasion we wanted to separate our path. We talked seriously about that. But we were working for peace. Then, you know, if you don't make peace with your, how, how you are, that was, then that is a meaning. And for another part, I understood life was telling me you must continue with her. I was receiving signs. I saw hearts everywhere. I never thought that was hard about love, romantic love, was hearts of trying to understand her, trying to, you know, with time, I think, okay, let's, and I try. But the more that grow this, and when I saw in, in peril my own journey, I arrived at a big discussion, argument, fight. <laughs> was not words, was uh, yelling one to each other. And uh, no, I can't. Too. <laughs> exactly. I, <laughs> when That's I, when I discovered you, that. <laughs> you know, uh, the spiritual path is the, is the path to the hero, and the hero sometimes need to be to say no. You know, it's not it's not you will allow uh, allow abuse and you will allow many things that you need to stand in your truth, and that is important. And in that moment, I say I go to stand in my truth. <laughs> if you want to go now, we <laughs> go. Each one for his, and I will continue my path, and you. But then, in that, in that big discussion, what happened with the big discussions when you lost the control, um, that the masks fall, and then the real self go out? And then I could see that really all that was uh, seeing or heard that I didn't like was only her own fears, like my own fears. She was afraid of the opinion of people. She was afraid that this was going to affect to her career in the future. She was afraid that of the ridicule for things that she had lived in her past. And I was very aware of the things because I had that too in my life. I was very afraid of the, the ridicule. I never would have talked in public like I am doing now. Then when all the marks fell, I could see her life. And I could say, you know, with all her fears and with all her things, she's doing, she's here walking with me. She had no need. She could be doing any other thing. She had money. She had things to... She could be doing any other thing, and she's here, and she's following the path, and she's trying to do the best that she can, and she wants to reach a higher consciousness. She wants to grow. She's open to, to you know, to, to see her faults and to change. Then, in that moment, I watch her. I'm working with a great person, and in that moment, I didn't realize, but I fell in love. In the moment, was a few days after that I found myself doing weird things, like to <laughs> offer to carry her backpack <laughs> or things that you. <laughs> And she was like, what is, <laughs> what is he doing? And then things, little by little, she made me suffer. But little by little, <laughs> little by little, things uh, went in that, in that direction. Then, How yeah. can you not love this man? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I didn't make him suffer on purpose. No. Just no, for the record. <laughs> it was the fear. I think. Yeah. <laughs> It was the fear that yeah. a relationship is going to pull you off the path. Exactly. And this is exactly what I didn't want. And although 
we spoke about it logically and we made you know very clear that okay if we enter into relationship now you know we have to still stay clear that we I have my path to walk you have your path to walk and you cannot take me pull me off and if it means in the future that my personal journey is compromised by you being in it then you will leave and he said absolutely that will be the first thing that I do exactly why because I love myself but I love just the self that you want to become too so exactly uh, we love or or inner journeys, our own journeys, the first thing. Yeah. And we, you know, it would be a lie to stand here and say we didn't go through all the dramas and the ups and downs that every relationship goes through. Of course we did. We were in the very in the first months of our relationship when we were walking now through Turkey and the pressure cooker that was Turkey because it was hot out it was just 30 40 degrees of walking in heat every day plus walking in a country that was a little bit maybe more conservative than we were accustomed to and just different culture altogether and and so a lot of tensions a lot of um let's say programs came all out programs. all programs all about relationship all programs stuff all your stuff comes jealousy, out uh, possession you know um, yeah you can't wear this it's like I, what? I never had <laughs> cared what you wear what clothes you wear but in, in there in Turkey I was you know that is very short and that is very open yeah. <laughs> things like that that I thought I had overcome many years ago they, they came again uh, you know things like that you know <gasps> which we talked through and walked through yep. and um we continued to do so. And obviously, you know, when we finished our journey and when we, when we came back to, let's call it the, this world, the, the, the real world, um, we committed that we would continue this journey together. And although each one of us, we understand, can be perfectly fine on their own, me alone on my own journey, I know I will be just fine and I will go on my own explorations and come to my own conclusions and do all and do all my own healing and transformation and he can absolutely do the same thing what we learned from walking together is that our relationship and the opportunity to grow to transform and and at all levels spiritually emotionally mentally all of that is multiplied exponentially when you are in relationship because i know my highest intention for him is that he does keep growing on all of those levels. I want him to continue exploring his spiritual self and continue to grow. And I know that that is his highest intention for me because that was the foundation of how we began walking together physically and metaphorically as we continue to do today. That is my highest intention is that he continue to grow. The inner journey is primordial in both, in, in both of our cases. That's what it means to walk in love. This is what it means to be loved, to be living love, to understand that it's you first. And although it may sound selfish, it is the highest act of love for yourself and for the relationship to put your inner journey first and to understand that his inner journey exactly. is first too. Exactly. And when you, uh, you love her, you wish the best for her, uh, you do the same for you. And the best for her is not to please her. The best for her is to wish the best for her journey, the soul that she is. is to try to see yourself as like we are solved in this journey that is life. Yeah. And then love changes. The perspective, what is love, changes. Then it's a good question is to ask yourself, what would love do in this situation? That is very common. Yeah, oh, not just the romantic love. No, no, the romantic love. No, no, no. the, the, what, what, the meaning of love changes with time, and we know that. It's yeah. Love is not the same that when you are 14 years old, that when we, this, here we are talking about. Love is 
consciousness, love is uh, grow, love is uh, joy, but at the same time, is effort, is is to is courage, and then what love will do for her, what love will do for me, then that is uh, that is the the key I think for for a, mm-hmm. uh, and you know the change. What is the difference between the relationships that we had before and the one that we had now? Is that both had that like the goal that is the uh, the north star, no? This the the spiritual path, the spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. And love must be ready to to say no, and love must be ready even to say goodbye when there is not other option. Mm-hmm. And to trust that she, I love her so much, and I love my other relationships before, to, to trust that she will continue growing even without me. Mm-hmm. Because we are all then too in this spiritual path, or children, everybody. Then sometimes we need to put distance. And maybe they come back after, you know, because... Yeah. Happened to us too. No, then it's there. Yeah, and um, it sounds kind of cold when you hear it. Like no. it's only about me and my spiritual journey, and it's only about him and his spiritual well, journey. It's not only, it's, uh, but I assure yeah. you that there is great love and great appreciation and great admiration and great respect for this person who I am sharing this journey with, because I feel safe in being able to continue my own inner journey, and I, I'm. I assume it's the same with you. Exactly, <laughs> and, and we support each other. And yeah. you know, sometimes you need to do sacrifices to have things in balance. It's yeah. normal. So it's, you learn with this. It's, it's a journey too. Yeah. So you learn every every day. You you are learning, and sometimes you you understand that you have made mistakes, and then but and you need to say sorry. Uh, you say sorry, and, and we talk. So what is the best here? I know I am angry now, but. Let let me time. Let, Give me time. Let me time, yeah. and we will sit and we will talk and we will see how we solution this. And um, yeah, because yeah. that's part of the. Um, it's a sacred contract that you enter into when when you get when you're in relationship, whether you're married or not. And what I promised to do in the relationship was to do my best to stay in consciousness. I I promised that I would do my best to be in a state of compassion, to be in a state of openness, of clarity, of love, as much as I could. He couldn't do that for me. That was my work. That's my inner journey. And he promised to do the same for himself, that he would promise to stay in that state as well. Because, of course, in any relationship, there is going to be the inevitable conflicts. There are going to be the inevitable arguments. And what we promised to do was to hold space for each other so that when he's going through whatever it is that I said or I did that triggered the response that it did in him, my role was to hold that space, which means stay in consciousness, stay aware, knowing it's not about me, which is very hard when you're in a relationship and you're having an argument that what's really happening has nothing to do really with me. It has to do with what it's evoking in him or whatever he's doing that's bringing out the response in me. It's not about him. It's about if everything was okay, I wouldn't be reacting in anger. I wouldn't be reacting in frustration. So it's up to me to deal with the stuff that his actions or his words or whatever it is are evoking in me. That's a very different way to be in relationship because most of the time it's like, you've got to do this and you did that and you've got to change But conscious relationship to me and to him means understanding. It's the opportunity to look at my stuff and the stuff that is still within me that's not healed. Now, I'm not going to stand here and say, oh, yeah, it's perfectly easy. And every time, you know, that there is disagreements between us and whatever the argument is happening, I'm perfectly calm or he's perfectly calm. 
No, of course not. I'll, I'll lose my stuff too, and I'll start talking back, and it'll go back and forth, and there will be time when we say, you know what? It is time to stop. It's time to stop. You go to your office, and yep. you uh, do your inner we'll work to heal work, this, uh, and I'll go to my space, and I'll do the work to heal what all the emotions that all of this is triggering in me. So it always comes back to whatever the situation is, if it's evoking it in me, it's about me doing the work. It's about him doing the work. So that when we come back and sit, we're speaking from a different place. We're speaking from a different consciousness, from a different energy. And if it doesn't work a second time, well, then we separate again. This time maybe a little longer. And you go do your stuff, and I'll go do my stuff. And then we'll come back at it again. That, that is, I think, one of the keys for us in continually being in this kind of relationship. Again, coming back to it is the opportunity, the purpose of conscious relationship. It is the opportunity to transform my stuff, to grow in my own consciousness, to expand spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And hopefully with me, he's doing the same thing. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. And I would say the more important, one of the more important things is to listen well, first, to put yourself in the higher conscience that you can, to meditate, to try to, and when you're in the high, high conscience, listen to the another and talk about things. Uh, and it's that usually there is a way, because it's both you have the same goal, and the goal is not the, you know, the ego. The ego being the ego right. personality, I'm right. but it's uh, go beyond that, you know. But then you will find a way, usually. And it's not, well, you know, well, the path to go yep. in a different way, different but usually ways. you find a way because y it's a great help when you you are in companion with somebody in the same with the same goals with the same yep. um, perspective. Um, and I mind. think that's been my personal journey as well in this yep. relationship is not to take it personally. Mm. It's not about me and working my way towards that mindset. And it's an effort, folks. It's not moving yeah, together right, seventeen years. Yep. This wasn't an overnight thing. This was a thing that with practice to say. It's not about me. And because in the beginning, as soon as somebody would say something, like if he would say something that would get my back up, right away I was in defense mode, right? Defense, and I've got to be right, and I've got to get my point. And no, it's not about me, it's about you. And so it's been a journey to come when the trigger happens or when I get my back up or when I feel myself getting defensive in that moment to take the deep breath, in that moment to become the observer of what's going on. And, you know, I've spoken to you about the many techniques that I use, and one of my favorites is the I love you and the whole ponopono. I do that in the moment. when Even when he is speaking, I am saying the words to myself. Moni, I love you. Because what am I doing? I'm calming this inner child. I'm calming these energies that just want to explode and come back and be right and win the point, win the argument. I'm, I am purposefully doing the work in that moment to just breathe and to listen and to allow those energies in me to be transformed. How we speak now is so different than how we speak, how we spoke when we first began our relationship. And the transformation isn't, isn't because of him treating me differently, it's because of me changing. And it's because of him yeah. also well, changing. Everything is a consequence. You change, everything changes. Right. And, and, and that affects to, to the other. Too. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, being mindful of the time, um, I'm going to, to say that, you know, relationship is a continual exploration. 
It's not as if you know you have things all figured out and then you continue walking smoothly. Like any journey, being in relationship with someone, you are continually, we are continually exploring what it means to walk your own path as an individual while sharing it with another person. What does it mean to continue to grow and to expand in consciousness as an individual and as a couple? What does that look like? So all of these are questions that we explore. And relationship, when you're entering in relationship consciously, is a magnificent tool, a magnificent instrument to be able to grow in the way that you want to grow into, into the fullness of who you are as an individual, as love, as a light walking this earth. Thank you so much, everybody, for your time and for your attention. Thank you.